terms of this, we're having difficulties getting uh, planning permission and all those kind of things. But we still believe in this vision. This is still part of our vision to develop the building of All Saints Church. And uh, the verse for the year that we have set uh, helps us to remember and reflect on that continuing to be part of our focus. And it actually has come out of the fact that we've had bumps in the road, that we've had difficult parts to the building projects uh, that we have going forward. And the verse comes from Psalm 127, and it's what was just going to be verse 1, but it actually has ended up being verse 1 and 2, and I'll explain why in a minute. It says this, Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labour in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. So that's verse 1. And what we're basically saying is, okay, we understand that we still have a desire to develop all saints, and it's not going the way that we want it to right now, but that's because we believe God has an even better plan than the one that we have. The one that we've been trying to get forward going is not the plan that God has, and we want to trust God at every turn. We want to seek God at every turn as to what his plans are for this building, to develop it so it can continue to be a presence in the village of Hancross. But then it goes on to say, In vain you rise up early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those that he loves. And do you know why I think that was important? Well, to remember why that's important, you have to cast your mind back to my very first Sunday here. Because my very first Sunday here, I introduced a verse for the year of 2017. Is that the right year? Yes. And the verse for 2017 was, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And it was all about rest and restoration and spending time in God's presence before we rush ahead and get too busy. It's about resting in God's presence because it's when we rest in God's presence that our relationship with him is developed and is grown. And when I realised that verse 2 was about that, I realised actually these two things hold together. We want to move on and build the house that God wants us to build. We want to develop our buildings, all three of our buildings. We want to see God do amazing things. But it all comes from that place of waiting in God, waiting on God, waiting in his presence, building our relationship with him so that anything we build physically comes from what we've built spiritually. Does that make sense? So that's why our verse for the year reflects both of those things. Now, uh, that doesn't mean that we've forgotten that our verse for last year, which was? Come on. <laughs> Somebody here must know our verse from last year. Rick? (laughs) And the Lord was adding to their number daily those who were being saved from Acts. Okay, and we still want to see that. We still want to see God do that. We still want to see people come to faith. We still want to see people grow in love with Jesus and all those kind of things. That continues. Now, that was what I thought was going to be the vision for this year. That we just continue to build the project and we continue to wait on God and we continue to uh, seek him at every turn. But then yesterday, God completely changed my mind as to what the vision of the year is going to be. So, and it was literally about four o'clock yesterday afternoon that God completely changed my mind. So it is normal on this uh, first Sunday of the year to present the vision for the year. And as I said, uh, yesterday that vision completely changed. Let me just explain how it is that I go about writing talks when I write a talk for a Sunday morning. I basically say to God, if I was to preach this right now, no preparation, what would I say? That's because that's how my preaching kind of uh, started. I had no notice and got up and preached. And So I always say to God, if I was to preach this now, what would I say? And I often do that on a dog walk. So if you are walking around Hancross, you see me walking to the dog, I'm not talking to myself. I am writing my talk for Sunday morning. Uh, and I was doing this yesterday. I've been 
been off up until now, so I've been seeing this yesterday, thinking around the vision, what I have been praying about the vision over the past couple of weeks, what I think the vision for the year is going to be, all thinking it was all going to be around all saints and all around those kind of things, building on the things that we've already been doing. And I realised, as I was walking and as I was talking, I was waffling more than a waffle maker. I was really going off on tangents and really struggling to find focus, didn't really know uh, where the vision was going. And I thought, well, maybe then I'm, I'm barking up the wrong tree, as it were, uh, and I just need to think, stop and think, God, what is the vision for the year? If I was to say in one sentence, God, what is the vision for the year, what would that one sentence be? And then this sentence just came to me absolutely out of nowhere, was in nothing that I'd been saying in the previous half an hour of waffling, and it was to grow in our understanding of who God is. To grow in our understanding of who God is. And so then I began to ask God, okay, so what does that look like? How do we do that and and why? Why is that the particular vision for the year? What is it that you want to do? And the why, I think, comes down to this one thing, is that there is nothing, absolutely nothing, I don't think, that I'm more passionate about in ministry than seeing lives transformed. I love seeing transformation take place in people's lives. I I love seeing people come from darkness to light. I love seeing people who don't know Jesus coming to know Jesus. It's the greatest miracle of all. It's absolutely wonderful to see. But then I love seeing the transformation that goes on in people's lives. And in in my own life, those moments where I just see that there's been a significant shift in the way that I approach God or my understanding of God or maybe a particular passage of the Bible I've never understood before. And then I have that moment of understanding and suddenly it's just like the lights come on and I'm like, I get it. I totally get it. And there's wonderful stories of this happening and I've seen God do it so many times and I'm really passionate about seeing lives transformed. And then what I've become increasingly aware of is that in our lives we come against against all the time barriers to that transformation. Things that kind of get in the way of that transformation. That we we might get to a certain point in our faith or we might get to a certain point in our journey towards faith and we just hit a bit of a brick wall. And it's like we get stuck and we don't go any further. And it might be that we get stuck on a particular question that we have or a particular point that we don't understand or or maybe a bad experience comes to the fore and we just get completely and utterly stuck in our faith and that's true of young and old alike now kids if you're at school okay and you want to know something that you don't understand what do you do you're doing it now you're doing it now you raise your hand and you ask the question don't you yeah If you want to understand something, you raise your hand and you ask the question. And so then I was thinking, God, okay, well, if you want us to grow in our understanding of who you really are, then how do we do that? We ask the questions. And so what I want us to think about in the year ahead is what are the questions that are stopping us from going forward in our faith? What are the questions that are hindering you from deepening your relationship with God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit? What are the questions that are holding you back from true transformation? Maybe it's that you have a question about something that is in the Bible, maybe a particular verse, or maybe an entire book of the Bible, or maybe the whole thing itself. Uh, Maybe you have a question about some of the things that we say on a Sunday morning. Some of the things that we might uh, say every week in in something like the Creed or the Lord's Prayer that you've never really understood. 
Maybe it's something that we sing. Like that's why I said at the beginning, if that song, if you have no idea what that song was about, it's okay to ask the questions. And we want to create a culture this year where it's okay to ask the questions. Because far too often we don't ask the questions for one of two reasons. Either we're afraid to ask it because we think it's stupid and we think we should know the answer by now. And we don't. And so we'll look stupid if we ask the question. Or we don't ask the question because we're never given the opportunity to do so. And so when God said that he wanted us to grow in our understanding of who he is, it's basically this year about creating a culture where it's okay to ask the questions that we have. And, and, and that, that means we can't do a kind of one-size-fits-all course because everyone's questions will be different. For some of you, it may be the question that's stopping you from even coming to faith. For some of you, you maybe have had faith for years and it's the question that stops you from going that little bit further or that little bit deeper. Or it stops you reading that particular book in the Bible so you always skip over it because you're just too scared uh, to not know the answer to the questions. Whatever it may be, we want to have this as a year where we remove those barriers to transformation. And for some of those people, it will be a quick and easy fix because something that has been a mystery to you for 25 years, somebody may know very well the answer to that question. And so if it's about removing those barriers, we want that to be the focus of this year. And I think there's a couple of reasons for that. The first is, uh, those bar- in the spiritual realm, those barriers just aren't welcome. We want to make the questions welcome so that the barriers aren't welcome. Does that make sense? So that we can deal with those barriers so that you can grow in your faith as individuals, as a church, as a benefice. Now it's not so that we can become more clever. And it's not so that we can have more knowledge about the Bible. The the Bible wasn't given to give us knowledge. The Bible was given to change our lives. And we want to see God change our lives through the Bible. So if there's something about this that's stopping us from having our lives changed, then we need to focus on that. We don't want to become more clever. We don't want to have all the arguments and all the answers uh, to all the questions because we never have all the answers to all the questions. But we want to deal with those questions that are causing a barrier between you and your relationship with God. And it may be that you're here this morning and you don't have any questions and that's great. But I find it very hard to believe if there's no questions if you really thought about it. Now the second reason it's really important that we do this is because I think, and and this is just me kind of thinking out loud really, I think God is preparing us for something big as a church. Uh, and, And I'm not thinking too far, I'm the kind of person who doesn't like to think too far ahead. I don't want to think ahead to 2020. But I have a hunch that God has something very big planned for 2020 for us as a church. And what he wants to do in 2019 is make us as ready to receive that as we can be. And the way we need to be as ready to receive that as we can be is to be desiring his presence above everything else. And if there's something stop us desiring that presence, we need to deal with those things this year. And, and so the question then is how? How are we going to do that? Well, we're going to ask the questions. And uh, how we're going to answer those questions is going to be defined by the kind of questions you ask. Now, in a way, this is a bit of a brave vision. Because if you ask no questions, then what do we do for the rest of the year? Well, we still focus on the building project. We still do the things that we're going to do. Those things are still important to us. But we hope that you're going to ask the questions. And the way we're going to do it is that from next week, there's going to be a questions box at the back of each of our churches. And at any point through the year, you can place your questions in the box. And you can put as many or as few as you want in that box. And we will try to answer as many as we can. 
And how we answer them will depend on the type of question you ask. So it may well be that the question that you ask shapes an entire sermon series for a term. It may well be that the questions you ask shapes what our small group study and what they reflect on and that kind of thing. It may be that what you ask causes us to get a panel of people together who can answer the questions. It may be that the questions you ask cause us to signpost you to somewhere where we know they're going to be answered. So for example, if you ask a question about suffering, well we know that suffering comes up on the Alpha course, we might point you to the Alpha course. If you ask a question about your identity in Christ, we know that that gets answered at 2.20, so we'll point you in the direction of 2.20. If we can't answer the questions as a church, we'll point you to a church that can, a church that are doing those things. We will signpost you as much as we can. But as far as we can, we'll answer them here. It may be that the question that you ask springs up an impromptu evening service where we sit down and we discuss a particular topic or a particular issue or a particular passage of the Bible. So how we're going to do this vision depends very much on the kind of questions you ask. But the most important thing to think about is the kind of question we're asking you to ask. What is that one question that you've never had answered that is stopping you from getting closer to God. And for some of you that may be something about the Bible, something we say, something we sing, something we do even, something about church history, it could be anything. And we want to seek in 2019 to begin to answer those questions so those barriers can be removed and we can grow in relationship with Jesus. So that by the end of 2019, we will be able to honestly and truly say that we know Jesus better and we love him more. That's the vision for the year. It's an unusual one, I'll grant you, and it came completely left field to me and was not what I was expecting. But I hope that the reason for this is God is preparing us for what's to come. Now, kids and young people, I've not spoken to your leaders about this, okay? but we want you guys to be able to do that as well. All right, this isn't just for the adults, this is for you guys as well. So you will be having your groups and you'll be doing the usual things in your groups, but every term we're going to give you the opportunity to ask your questions in your own questions boxes, okay? and your leaders will try to answer those, or, or bring in other people if they can't, uh, to answer those questions so that we can answer your questions as well. Is that okay? That's the hope over the next year, that all your questions, not all your questions, but some of your questions will be answered. We never get to a point where all of our questions are answered. And do you know what? Relationship with Jesus isn't about getting all the answers to the questions and then coming to faith. We come to faith, we take the plunge, we take the risk, we trust in Jesus, and then through time we have those questions answered. But if there is one barrier for you today, if there is one question that has always caused a barrier, or has only recently come up and caused a barrier for your relationship with Jesus, we want to see that we can deal with it in 2019. So don't be afraid to ask the questions so that you can know Jesus better and love God more. Amen. For our uh, intercessions this morning, for our prayers, we're going to do something just a a little bit different. Uh, Really, I just want to encourage you to just close your eyes where you are. (coughs) And I just want uh, to encourage you uh, to picture uh, Jesus stood before you. We all have different pictures of what Jesus might look like, uh, and that's okay. And it might be that you have uh, no picture of what Jesus looks like in your mind at all, in which case just picture uh, the shape and the sign of the cross, uh, which you know is central to the Christian faith. And just as you hold that picture in your mind, I just want to encourage you to ask God a question. 
And that question is, is there anything that is stopping me from getting closer to Jesus? Is there any question that I'm yet to have answered that has been causing a hindrance in my life? Jesus promised that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. But is there a part of the truth of Jesus that you don't yet know that may be hindering or holding you back from the freedom that Jesus has for you? God, with those things in mind, we just want to pray that by your spirit you would come, that you would create a culture where it's okay to ask those questions. Where we feel safe to come as we really are with our questions, with our struggles, with our worries, with our fears. Knowing, Jesus, that you accept us as we are. And we pray that this year that we would be committed to seeking the answers to those questions. That we would be open-minded and open-hearted to whatever you want to reveal to us in this year. (coughs) Lord, we pray for our friends and our family who may have questions that we don't know the answers to. We pray that they too may have the opportunities to ask those questions to people who may be able to answer them. And Jesus, I want to thank you that we don't need to have the answers to the questions in order to be accepted by you, in order to be loved by you, in order to be welcomed by you. So God, where we may never receive the answer to our questions. May you increase our faith and our trust in who you are. And as a church, and as a benefice, and as individuals, will you deepen our understanding of who you really are. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say, and I think it's important that we say, that there is absolutely no question you can't ask. There's no such thing as a silly question. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Uh, There's no such thing as a question that's too difficult to answer. And and even if we can't answer it, then there will be someone somewhere who can. Uh, And we want to make sure that as many get answered as possible. Uh, We did this... um, at St. Mark's School a couple of weeks ago and the questions that the, the children asked have shaped uh, the next term of their uh, Tuesday morning worship, um, which is great. And number one question on the list was, why did God make wasps? Uh, there, there are no questions that you can't ask. And, and, and although that seems like a silly question in some ways, for that child, actually, that was a really important question. They really wanted to know why God made wasps. And actually, it was very secretly a question about suffering. 
Um, so uh, please do realise there's no question you can't ask, uh, and you can do it completely anonymously once the box arrives next week, and you can do it at any point through the year, and we'll do our best. Just to put your minds at rest, though, I haven't been waiting and relying on this in order to have a sermon series for the next month. Um, we do have a sermon series starting next week on what it means to be salt and light to the world. Um, so I want to set you the challenge of reading Matthew chapter 5 and 6 uh, in the week uh, leading up to that so that we can begin that sermon series with some understanding of what we're going to be preaching about over the next few weeks. We're going to be looking at what it means to be salt and light work at home, abroad, uh, in mission, uh, in our daily lives, to our neighbours, to our enemies, all those kind of different things. Um, uh, so please do uh, join us for that sermon series over the next few weeks if you can and read chapter 5. Why don't we stand and sing our final song together and then we'll pray God's blessing. Brilliant, do take a seat. It's been great to be out at worship together at the start of this new year. Uh, for those of you who are visiting us next Sunday, uh, we have our communion service here at 10.30. Uh, you'd be very welcome uh, along to that as well. Please do stay for tea and coffee and biscuits uh, after the service if you're able to do so through to the Covert Chapel. Uh, there are people around who'd be delighted to pray for you if you'd like prayer for anything that's going on in your life at the moment. Uh, and then, as I said, the questions box will be available from next Sunday. So you can ask any question you have about anything to do with our faith and our life with Jesus. Let's pray God's blessing. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you that there's no question we can't ask before you. We thank you that you are the God who holds all the answers to all the questions. Uh, And we pray that we may grow in our relationship with you as we explore more of who you are. And we pray for the peace of God which passes all understanding to keep our hearts and our minds in the knowledge and in the love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with us, with those we love, with those we should love today and always. Amen.